Okay, so um, feel how you're resting on the floor tonight. of your back and from the top of your spine to your tailbone from the top of your head to your tailbone and we come here at the end of what could be a long day of work for many of you and you've brought all that to lie on the floor with you so where would you say in your back you feel shortened can feel the effort of the day. And roll over and come onto your stomach. And line your stomach with your right temple or right ear on the back of your left hand. And your right hand underneath your left hand, so the palm of your left hand on the back of your right hand, your right temple on the back of your left hand. With your legs comfortably apart, not too close together, just comfortably apart. And begin to just contract your buttocks, contract the big gluteus muscles, and then release that. And feel what your legs do if you do that. If you're not fighting it somewhere, then, of course, contracting your gluteus muscles will turn your heels in. Your heels will roll in. That's what those muscles do. It's like you're squeezing the cheeks of your buttocks together. Moshe has a great image to uh, communicate this. He says, imagine somebody wants to give you an enema and you're trying to stop them. <laughs> Actually, he says, remember when your mother tried to give you <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure I remember that. I'm not sure what your mother was up to. just to indicate maybe that the actual location of those muscles and where you squeeze to effectively Mm -hmm. find them is a little bit lower probably than maybe you Mm -hmm. first thought, right? It's actually a little slightly different idea. When you find the spot, your heels turn a bit more clearly and powerfully in. And as you do that, do you press or where do you press against the floor in the front? There's some very particular place in the front, above the pubic bone, in your low belly, as you press into the floor. Notice your breathing as you do this. Do you have a tendency to breathe in or breathe out? Or does it interrupt your breathing? 
as you just squeeze the cheeks of your buttocks together or tighten your buttock muscles and press that place low in your belly in front of you into the floor. And then leave that and rest. You can stay in your stomach. Just rest for a minute. And then you're still looking to the left. You've got your right temple on the back of your left hand. Lift just a very little bit. Lift just a very little bit your head and your left arm and put it down again. Really just a small amount. Such a small amount that you don't feel you're tightening your chest or bracing anywhere or making any great effort to do it. And that might not be obvious at first. At first it might feel like no matter how small the lifting is, there's still a lot kind of getting in the way. So we'll spend quite a bit of time at this. Really. Every time you lift your head, you notice you're making some extraneous effort somewhere. Something's getting in the way, maybe. Your back and your shoulders. You're tightening somewhere. You're doing something you don't need to be doing. And you could lift your head, lift your left arm in such a way that everything still feels free as you lift it and free as you put it back down. You can lift slowly and you could go back to the ground slowly. Very small amount. You barely need to break the ground with your head and your arm. And as you do that, do you breathe in or do you breathe out? Do you have a tendency to do one or the other? As you lift your head, do you breathe in or do you breathe out? Is there any reaction from your legs? Are those big muscles of your buttocks quiet or do they engage? Where in the front of you, where in the front of your chest and your belly do you press as you lift your head just this minimal amount easily? And lift your head just this minimal amount so that you can break with the ground and take your head to the left and to the right. Your head and your arms sort of swing everything a little to the left and a little to the right. It was so little effort, 
so much ease that your chest is embracing and your chest and your spine can follow your head from one side to the other. You can try it a few times, then put your head down and then start again. Just lift your head, take it from side to side and you're doing it all at such a low level of effort with such ease. Nothing braces. Your chest, your spine can move left and right. Follow your head, go with it. The back of your head to the right, the front of your head to the left, from side to side. Do you breathe in or do you breathe out as you go to one side or the other side? And then leave that and roll onto your back and take a rest. And then come onto your stomach again. And with your face still turned to look left, the right temple. Now your right temple on the back of your right hand and your right hand on top of your left hand. Just very easily a few times see what it's like to lift your head with your right hand, just breaking contact with the ground, just the smallest, lightest lifting, you can start in your imagination. If you can find it easy and light in your imagination. Feel where in your back moves forward and presses towards the floor in front of you. Just almost paying attention just to the shape of the movement and the direction, the vertebrae, each part of your spine, feeling what moves forward and what moves towards the floor and what lifts away from the floor. Just imagine that. And then with the same ease that you imagine it, can you lift your head and your right arm?
Does everything go where you imagined it to go? The vertebrae that go forwards towards the floor, the ones that lift away from the floor. And then leave your head and again just tighten your buttocks. Feel what that's like now. Feel how it turns your legs. Feel what presses into the floor in the front. You breathe in or breathe out as you do this. And once more, roll over onto your back and take a rest. Then come onto your stomach again. And lie with your face looking in the same direction, so your right temple on the back of your right hand. And your right hand on the back of your left hand. And now think how you could lift, again, really minimal, lift both legs at the same time. Could you just slightly break contact with the floor? Is that even something you can picture or imagine doing after the long day spent sitting at a desk in front of the computer with everything you did? So not just your feet would come away from the floor, but more significantly your knees would get a little lighter on the floor. You press into the floor in that place in your low, low belly, just above the pubic bone or between pubic bone and your low belly. 
and both knees could come away from the floor. And not a big movement, not in a jerk, and not trying to make it happen through effort. Clarify the thought or the feeling of the movement. Take all the time in the world. And feel, do you tighten your buttocks as you do this? Do your legs, do your heels come a little closer together as both knees get lighter on the floor, very slightly lighter on the floor? Does your head push forward and up? Does your head crawl on the floor? And if not, why not just feel? take all the time in the world and try it with less and less effort each time and more clarity of intention both knees would get lighter maybe they just get slightly lighter on the floor so that a paper could be pulled out from underneath them and your low low belly presses into the floor somewhere above your pubic bone and do you breathe in or breathe out as you press in like that. And leave that again and come onto your back again. Take a rest. And then come onto your stomach again. And lie with your right temple on the back of your left hand now. Your left hand on top like you were at the beginning. And now just think about this idea to start with. Think about pressing that place in your low, low belly into the floor and lifting your head and left arm and your left leg. At the same time, just barely 
breaking the ground with them. You can even start by thinking that what you're doing is getting heavier in one place, getting heavier in your low, low belly, and getting lighter in your elbow and lighter in your knee. No more than that. Just start with that idea, almost so that I couldn't even see what you're doing. Just that you get heavier somewhere and lighter somewhere else. And see whether you breathe in or breathe out as you think of getting heavier in your low, low belly and lighter in your elbow, lighter in your head, lighter in your left knee. Top of your left foot could even stay a little bit on the ground. It doesn't necessarily have to come off the ground. It's that your left knee gets lighter. Just the very idea. And that place where you get heavier into the floor in your low belly, it won't be exactly symmetrical now. It won't be exactly in the middle. And then again, go back to just starting with your imagination, feeling that you get lower in that place in your low belly above your pubic bone, and you lift your head and your left arm, and your right knee gets lighter on the floor. And just start with that imagination that you get heavier in that one place and lighter in your right knee, in your head, in your left arm. And you just study in your imagination how that can, you can organize it, how it can organize itself as a movement. So uh, it's very traditional idea that the movement organizes itself to be equal parts doing something and letting go, letting it happen so that it's easy. The vertebrae that need to move forward towards the floor move forward. Those that need to lift backwards can do that because something lengthens and lets go. Easy. And then leave that. Come onto your back and take a rest on your back.
And then roll over onto your stomach again. And now turn your head to look the other direction. Look left with the... No, the other direction. Wait. Right at the beginning. So your left temple's on the uh, back of your right hand and your left hand's underneath. And you're looking right. Um... Now just in thought, just start in thought. In thought, press this place in your low, low belly, above your pubic bone. Let that get heavier into the ground. Press it into the ground and lift your head and right arm and right knee. Your right knee, your right leg becomes lighter. Just in thought, begin just in thought. And just in your own thinking to clarify as you think to lift your head and your right arm and your right leg, lighten your right knee on the floor, think that you breathe out as you do that. And feel how your whole spine can lengthen. Feel what moves forward towards and into the floor in your thinking and your imagination of the movement. As your head and your right arm and your right knee in your imagination lift away from the floor, move backwards. And continuing in your imagination, now think that you inhale as you press your low belly into the floor, as you lift your head and your right arm and lighten your right knee, lift your right leg. Think that you inhale when you start that movement, when you initiate it. And feel, is that easier to lengthen or do you have to somehow lengthen more or differently? To be able to breathe in as you lift your head, your right arm, your right knee, right leg. Just in your imagination. Clarify now if you inhale and you think of lifting your head and your right arm. Was it easier if you thought of inhaling or exhaling? 
funny what that means. Does that mean it's easier to imagine the movement or the movement that you imagine, you imagine it would be easier? Which is it? Then lift your, in your imagination, in your thought, just thinking, lift your head and your right arm and your left leg. Your left knee becomes lighter on the floor. Press into the floor in that place in the middle and your right arm, your right elbow, your head gets lighter, your left knee, your left leg gets lighter. Here again, try imagining that you're breathing in as you start to lift. And try imagining that you're breathing out as you start to lift. And which is easier? Is it easier to think of breathing in as you press that low, low place in your belly, low above your pubic bone? Easier to imagine that you breathe in as you press that or that you breathe out as you press that? Good. And then leave that and come onto your back and take a rest. And then come onto your stomach again. And with your left temple on the back of your right hand and your right hand on the back of your left hand. Just a few times, press this place to your low back and your low belly. Press this place into the floor low in your belly 
either breathing in or breathing out as you do that, whichever you found was going to be easier for you, make more sense. And then as you do that, lift your head and your right arm. Lift your head and your right arm pressing into the floor and your low belly. Easy with no bracing in the chest or in the back or in the shoulders. No effort in the neck. As easy as can be. You don't have to lift far. And you can lift entirely in your imagination if you want to. It's not about lifting far. Just lifting enough that you can begin to take your head from side to side. Take your head in your arm. Take towards your face, the back of your head towards your left shoulder. And with no bracing in your chest, nothing in your spine that prevents your spine just from easily following and your ribs from easily following. And if you make a really big movement, you'll discover that you start to do crazy things and you start to brace somewhere in your chest you start to restrict what you can do so just stay around the middle stay in that easy range where you can feel that your ribs are willing to move your spine's willing to move your ribs open a little to the side fan open on one side and fan closed on the other side side to side And it's not just side to side, it's front to back too. So on one side is your ribs fan open or closed. They also expand forwards and backwards, whereas on the other side, as they open or close, figure out which one it is for yourself. They actually uh, come closer together front to back at the same time. So think of all of those dimensions of your ribs. If your ribs can be free, to let yourself take your spine and your head from side to side in all of those dimensions. And leave that and come onto your back. Take a rest on your back.
And then roll over onto your stomach. Place your left temple on the back of your right hand. Your face turned to look right. And just slightly leave your hands on the floor this time. But break contact with the floor enough that you can look down towards your belly and turn your head to lie your head on your other temple. So you slowly turn your head from one side to the other. And as you turn your head from one side to the other, you look down. Gently look down towards your belly. And then your eyes are sort of on your own horizon when you lay it down the other side. And just slowly go from side to side. And feel in the front of you what lifts away from the floor. And what comes back to the floor as you go from side to side. And now a little strangely, some of your ribs and some of your chest and your spine and your chest have to look backwards and away from the floor, lighten on the floor. For your head to turn left and turn right. Slowly from one side to the other. And what happens in that place above your pubic bone? Does this press into the floor? Do your heels feel that you're doing this movement? Anything in your legs? And the next time you have your head turned so that your left temple is lying on the floor again, lying on the back of your right hand again, I mean. The next time you have your head to turn left, stay there. And as you lie, looking to the right in this direction, just slowly, gently take your right shoulder backwards and your left shoulder towards the floor. And then vice versa. You alternate taking one shoulder backwards towards the wall over your head, one shoulder gently forwards towards the floor. It might not go very far, it might be a very short travel, given the position of your arms. You just feel the relative movement of your shoulders, your shoulder blades, your sternum in front, your clavicles in front, the collarbones. Easy, light. And feel one side travels more easily in one direction than the other, given the way your head's turned naturally. And feel the particular direction each shoulder blade travels or the tip of your shoulder travels.
And then leave that with your shoulders and rest for a moment still lying face down. You can turn your head if you'd like or rest anything to rest your neck, but just continue to rest lying face down. And now once again, turn your head from side to side, looking through towards your belly button as you turn through the center. And feel that if that's easier now or if it's easier turning your head to one side, your shoulders and your chest soften a little more to allow that transit to happen. And then stay with your head looking left, so the right temple on the back of your right hand. And looking left like this, take one shoulder down towards the floor, one shoulder towards the ceiling, and vice versa. One shoulder pushes in front of you towards the floor, one moves behind you, so it's going towards the ceiling. Just gently... Alternate pressing towards the floor and pressing back with each shoulder. And you feel how your shoulder blades move on your chest, your collarbone, collarbones, upper sternum in front, how that's drawn left and right, side to side, or in a Rotation. And do your legs feel it? Do your buttocks feel it? Does your pelvis feel it? Once again, leave that with your shoulders and slowly turn your head from side to side, looking through your belly button, looking down as you turn your head left or right. And then leave that and come onto your back and take a rest.
Then roll onto your stomach again. And lie on your stomach this time with one hand on top of the other and your forehead on the back of your top hand, doesn't matter which hand. So you're looking straight down towards the floor. And bend your feet and bend your toes so that you Slightly plant your toes under, or plant your toes under. And slowly begin to really easily push with your toes so that your knees come away from the floor. Just start to push through your toes, through the ball of your foot into the floor, so that your knees come away from the floor. And feel as you do this, how this kind of pitches your weight forwards into where, into where in your low belly. How high is that up towards your ribs or down towards your pubic bone? That that pushes the weight forwards and how does that impulse come up your spine? And does your head get a little taller? Does your head push a little forwards and up? Again, like everything else tonight, slowly and easily. Use your toes now to help lift your knees away from the floor. And you try breathing in a few times as you do that, as somewhere in your belly, your chest weighs into the floor, the impulse from your toes, and your spine lengthens between your shoulder blades, and your forehead maybe crawls a little forwards on the back of your hands. Try breathing in as you do that, and see, does that interfere? Does that get in the way? And then try breathing out. As you bring that impulse from your feet, from your balls of your feet, your toes, lift your knees and then just that little impulse up and forwards, weight into your stomach or into your low belly or above your pubic bone. Maybe it's higher, maybe it's lower for you. And instead of pulling your head backwards, you let your neck stays relaxed, everything stays relaxed, so that the impulse just goes straight forward up your spine and out the top of your head. Even if somewhere lower in your back is contracting to make this push into the floor, your neck doesn't need to. Your neck is perfectly still and just transmits that force through to lengthen your head forwards. Lengthen your head in the direction of getting taller.
That's what forwards means, I guess, in this configuration. And then leave that and roll onto your back and take a rest. And then come onto your stomach again. And with your forehead on the floor, now you can do something different with your arms. So arrange, maybe you use your cushion or something so your forehead can be on the floor, your nose not too squished. And put your arms down alongside you so that the backs of your hands are on the floor somewhere next to your hips, next to your pelvis. And with your arms long like this and the backs of your hands on the floor, can you gently take one shoulder forwards and one shoulder backwards? One shoulder towards the wall, the floor in front of you, one shoulder towards over your head, and feel how you're kind of using the backs of your hands into the floor. Can you, as you take that one shoulder backwards, can you be just slightly pushing with the back of your hand in the floor? Just a really easy push, not like you're trying to throw a lot of effort or energy into your shoulders, but just so that you're feeling that you're using your skeleton and gravity. You're just feeling that you can take some support from the floor to move your shoulder backwards. You can feel that connection of the bones of your arms, how that lever works, to move your shoulder blades, your left and your right shoulder blades relative to one another. Very small movement, but feel the direction of the movement of each shoulder blade. The collarbone. And not so isolated. Feel the whole length of your back, your spine, your pelvis. I use each arm as a lever. Gently, easily. It's a long lever. You don't need to move the whole world. With this long, long lever, it takes very little energy to just move a little shoulder, especially if you let it move. One shoulder, the other. And then leave that and roll onto your back and take a rest on your back.
And then come onto your stomach again. And uh, come onto your stomach with your forehead on the floor, on a cushion, whatever you need to do, not squish your nose too much. And the backs of your hands on the floor, your arms alongside you. And bend your toes under your feet. Bend your feet like your toes are bent for running. And try to bring these two feelings together. So press with both of your hands at the same time. And press gently with the balls of your feet to lift your knees. And as you lift your knees, this presses your body forwards like your head's going to get taller and longer. And can that simultaneous pressure from very light pressure, be very delicate with this. It's about finding the direction and the line of the force and how it all connects. It's not about any kind of big bracing or big effort you put into it will just get in the way of feeling those lines. So you press with your toes to lift your knees, launch your spine forwards, your belly into the floor, your head gets taller and longer, and also the back of your hands pressing into the floor and your shoulders making a very particular sort of direction of movement, of opening, widening, and contributing to the top of your head getting taller and it all helps your spine lengthen between your shoulder blades lengthen towards the crown of your head and your neck perfectly your neck beautifully passive your neck doesn't need to tighten or pull back or pull in any direction the force is just traveling straight through your spine to make you taller Just play with it. It's not necessarily obvious at first, but with really gentle, light inquiry. The smaller the force, the more you'll feel from your toes, from the backs of your hands. You'll feel it all join and all come into a direction that makes you taller. Great, and leave that and roll onto your back. And feel how you're lying on your back now. The length of your spine and the places in your back that felt shortened when you arrived tonight. So I feel longer now. And then when you're ever whenever you're ready, you can very slowly at your own time and really at your own pace, you roll to your side and come up to sit and come up to stand when you're ready and feel what's changed in your standing. <laughs> 